0: this is john joe and this is Ubaldi brief tonight today we're going to talk about something that came in the news that president biden is going to freeze defense spending for fiscal year of 2021 and that really has implications around the world because china increased its budget by six percent
1: what does that mean exactly when they freeze their spending is there like all the no pay raises or whatever well, they
0: just won't they just what that means is they're not going to do any increase in the defense budget for the branches of the service they just stay at what they, where they were in fiscal two, 2020 now all the military chiefs want to modernize their military because we've been fighting the wars in iraq and afghanistan using one set of military when we need to look at the threats coming from russia but especially china and the implications it has there because china wants and they've been threatening to take over taiwan they're pushing their forces in the south china sea they're Mm. bushing up against the neighbors like they had a border clash with india they're pushing around vietnam and the philippines so it does have ramifications around the world
1: but it doesn't mean they're going to stop building the golf course over here right
0: no that's right they're not going to they're not going to stop building that golf course now there was a columnist named Molly Hemingway. She is she writes for The Federalist, which is an online publication. And I was listening to what she was said. She was on Fox News with Brett Baer and with some of the panelists, with Mara Lyason from NPR and Bill McGurn from The uh, Wall Street Journal. And what she said was a little bit interesting, the different take, is it's not about money. It's about how the military fights. And what she meant by that is, We were both in the Marines. We were both in the infantry. But look what the things that came out in the last couple weeks. Remember the podcast, and for our listeners, we did a podcast a week or two ago about transgender, where you can get sexual reassignment surgery in the military. So the military has turned into... More of this social engineering, where our generals really have, to me, in my opinion, have failed to stand up and say, "Hey, this isn't what the military is for. The military is there for one thing only. If you look at the mission of the military, is to fight, win the nation's war. Mm -hmm. It's not to be a social engineering about transgender and this and that." Puppet. Exactly. Is this policy going to help the United States win and protect? American interests and those of our allies around the world. Mm -hmm. And I would say no. And we've seen that over the years where we've put social engineering in there. When President Obama was president in his final year, Ash Carter, who was then the Secretary of Defense, was talking about something that was going on in the Middle East. And in the same breath, he was talking about allowing transgender and women in combat. Our adversaries are watching this. And our friends are watching this. What's happened to the military? <clears throat> and that's part of this process because China's watching us. An example, Secretary of State Tony Blinken was up in a- Anchorage with Chinese its Chinese counterpart. And they went around and they said, we don't fear the United States because you're doing things that aren't doing anything that are punishing us. We can do anything we want and you're not challenging us.
1: Okay, let's go back a couple, maybe a few months to a year. Now, when Trump was president, was it a different story?
0: Yes, it was. Even though people blame him for, okay, the sanctions really hurt the American farmers and some others. But China was playing the long game. They knew we go by election cycles. They knew Trump was up for re-election. And they were going to wait him out to see if he lost. If he lost, they got Joe Biden, and they see weakness in Joe Biden. With Donald Trump, had he won, they would have had to set some kind of agreement because they they didn't understand Donald Trump. They didn't. They, he wasn't your typical politician. But going back to the defense, it's not about the money. We all know that, and you know, we've talked about this on the podcast. The military needs to reform how it spends its money. But that said, we need to get back to what the the branches are there for. It's to fight and win the nation's war. Mm-hmm. If this capability and helps that, then I'm for that. But if it's just a social engineering to make somebody feel good, that's not going to win us on the battlefield. So and our adversary...
1: Okay. Now, different countries are perceiving us differently because they see our leader might not be as strong as our previous leader however that does not take anything away from our military our military is probably just as strong as ever isn't it,
0: it is but we've gone through 20 years of fighting in iraq and afghanistan doing counterinsurgency now we're recalibrating to threats for near peer competitors like russia china iran north korea and other things but it all comes down to—I guess it all comes down to this. George Washington said a quote. The su- I know I'm going to butcher this, but it's basically the sure—the surest way to preserve peace is to prepare for war. Yeah. If the other side is strong, you're not going to attack. Many times in our history, the our enemies misinterpreted what we said because of our actions. The Mm. biggest example is entry into World War II. After the war was over, they went back with Germany and especially Japan. They asked you, why did you attack the United States? We perceived you guys were weak because of the things you did. Then in Korea, Harry Truman, his Secretary of State, Dean Atkinson, said South Korea was not part of U.S. strategic strategy. And then we had reduced our military from the height of World War II. Now, it didn't mean we had to keep a large military, but we saw threats from Russia, and we just reduced. And that deduced for Joe Stalin to encourage Kim, the grandfather of the current leader, to in South Korea. Even Saddam Hussein, prior to the Gulf War, took a statement by the Kuwaiti ambassador, from you know, the U.S. ambassador to Kuwait, that we didn't mean... That we would do something if Iraq went into Kuwait. So if they perceive you as weak, they may do something they normally wouldn't do if they perceived you as strong and capable and willing to act. Yeah. And right now, Joe Biden is showing the ambivalence. He says one thing, but his actions are not backing up what he
1: said. But couldn't it just be the case that Joe Biden or the or the administration knows the current strength of the military and they don't really? Care. They're like fine. Perceive us as weak, and you're going to be wrong.
0: But see, that's where if that's the case, that's a very dangerous assumption because now you're forcing the other side to do. And in that meeting up in Anchorage, one of the comments the the Chinese Foreign Minister said, "You guys talk the the game, but U.S. businesses are still doing businesses in China." Yeah. Goldman Sachs is setting something up. Wall Street is heavily involved in China. They talk about Colin Kaepernick and Nike. There's a bill going through Congress that would punish American companies for having their products made in China if it came from slave labor. Especially by the Uyghurs in the Western part of China. They're, these are the Muslim minorities.
1: And the Democrats? Well, these have, are
0: companies, what's that? The
1: Democrats passed that bill or are trying to pass that? No, bill?
0: Still try, it's still working its way through the Congress.
1: Okay. It hasn't
0: been passed. But the major American companies are trying to fight against that, to water that down. Okay. And that was what William Barr, the attorney general under Donald Trump, said last June. American businesses are looking for short-term profit at the expense of their of company's long-term gains. And the Chinese said, you guys have no teeth. Yeah. And that's the same thing. You, you talk about these allies. We're working with your allies mm. with trade and other investments. So it's what they perceive. They perceive us to be weak. And when, they, when a country does that, other countries are going to fill the void. And somebody may do something that they normally wouldn't have done if they perceived you as strong yeah. and capable and willing to act. Like when Donald Trump did a drone strike that killed General Soleimani, he was the, the, the architect of, and led the Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps that killed hundreds and hundreds of Americans. Trump took them out, and yep. everybody was fearful. Iran didn't do anything because they perceived that Trump was going to act.
1: So it's definitely a lot for our listeners to consider. With that being said, why don't you go ahead and tell them how they can get a hold of us, John?
0: They can get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. They can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UbaldiReports. Or if you go to Facebook, you can go to Group. And check us out there. But just for our listeners, I would also like to thank the listeners who are coming from Heroes Media Group. They've put our podcast, Ubali Reports, on their platform. So help help us reach a wider audience. So I'd like to thank those who are listening from Heroes Media Group. And another thing we're gonna be doing in the first week or so of April, we're gonna live stream the podcast. The first one would be like a pre-launch to describe Joe Bits's background in the Marines, my background in the Marines, and then we'll describe what Ubaldi Reports is. And then the second time we do it will be the official launch on a particular topic that is very big in the news at that time. It could be immigration. It could be something else. We'll have to wait and see as we draw closer. But Joe, why don't you tell our listeners what else can be, they can expect in
1: April? In the beginning of April, John and I are going to start recording a uncensored podcast called Ubaldi Reports Declassified, where we get uncensored and you get our really open, honest, and like untamed opinion on the current administration and also what's going on and how everything is being handled within the country right now. Keep an eye out for that. You can get an episode as little as a dollar an episode and just look out for some Things about that. So with that being said, everybody have a good day.
0: And thanks for listening to Ubaldi Briefs and keep listening to Ubaldi Reports. Till next time, keep listening.